Good morning. Good morning, Invoker Tovin. Welcome back to our weekly 10 minutes of meaning. 10 minutes to a better you. If we follow the formula of the Ramchal, the formula of Ramosha Chaim Lutzato, towards self-perfection, towards growth, self-awareness, towards being able to become the best version of ourselves. Today's day of learning is sponsored by Rona Dr. Sid Cohen in honor of the birth of the granddaughter, Zava Kaplan, daughter of Alyssa Nachum Kaplan, sister of Devorah. Big mazel tov, our 10 minutes of meaning series. It's sponsored by dear friends Chani Eleni Grunstein in memory of her beloved father, Mr. Aaron Terenbor, Aaron Ben Yitzchak, whose neshama should have an aliyah. This morning, we have the privilege of beginning the 13th chapter, Perak Yud Gimel of Mesilas Sharam. The Ramchal has been following the formula, tried, true, and tested, of Rav Pinchas Ben Yair, a formula to how to be the best version of ourselves, a formula that began with Zihirus, how to live a life of mindfulness and cautiousness, how to be present and aware in all of our thoughts, in all of our actions, in all of our speech. Then we move to a life of zurizus, alacrity, zeal, how to pursue goals. You know, where uh, this week is the Gregorian New Year, the secular New Year. And we know the secular New Year is really characterized by New Year's resolutions. All around us, countless people will make resolutions. They'll make promises to themselves and others about how they'll be different about their behavior. They're going to conquer their alter ego, They're going to conquer their eating habits and their exercise. You know the biggest beneficiary of New Year's resolutions is? The gyms, whose membership spikes in January. People pay for the year. They come a couple times and they never come back. And why is that? We've shared so many times. The Holy Pia Zetzner says, because people have wishes, they're not making resolutions. It's a wish to say, I'm going to start going to the gym three times a week. It's a wish to say, I'm going to wake up and be thin. I'm going to wake up and be calm. I'm going to wake up and be happy. I'm going to wake up and be successful. Those are wishes. They're not resolutions. You have to set a goal and make a resolution. You have to have a strategy. And it includes both the aseto, what am I going to actively do, but also the surmeira, what are going to be the impediments? What's going to try to block me? What's going to prevent me from achieving that stated goal, from getting to the destination that I want to arrive at? So Zahiris is the mindfulness, and Zerizas is the alacrity, and Nikias was moving from the battleground to the conquered territory to master different aspects and components of our midos, of our behavior, regulating ourselves. And now we move over to Parakud Gimel. Bebeir midas apricius. Let's begin to define the virtue of precious. Precious is abstinence. Now, lest you think we are a religion of asceticism, a religion that promotes or endorses abstinence, as if there is a value from withdrawing, there's a value from withholding from ourselves pleasures. That's not what precious is. Let's carefully define it. Precious itchilas hachasidus says the Ramchal of Moshe Chaim Lutzato that precious abstinence is the first step towards chasidus. Now, it doesn't mean it's the first step towards growing a long beard and payas and putting a furry hat on your head. When the Ramchal, who's writing several centuries ago and before Hasidus began, that precious, that living a life of mastery, of abstinence, is how we achieve Hasidus, he's not talking about Hasidus as is the movement. He's talking about piety. How can you become a truly pious person? How can you become a truly virtuous person? Everything we talked about until now, mastering these other qualities of mindfulness and alacrity and purity, those are all part of what it means to be a tzaddik. A tzaddik is a righteous person. A tzaddik does that which is tzaddik, which is tzaddik, which is tzaddik, which is correct, which is right, which is just. A chassid 
is above and beyond. A chassid is doing more than what is just demanded of them. A chassid strives. A chassid has spiritual ambition. A person who wants piety is looking to live a transcendent life, not just in the here and now, not just part of this world, not just getting away with the minimum of what we need to do. That person is trying to live in an alternative universe, even within this universe. So abstinence is to piety, what vigilance is to alacrity, namely, two qualities we have. One is to avoid the negative. So again, I want to get my health and wellness in order. I have to cut out the potato chips and the corn chips. I have to cut out the midnight binging. I have to cut out, cut out the overeating. That's the surmeira. The asetov, I got to schedule some exercise. I got to go for a walk every now and then. I've got to replace the unhealthy diet with a truly nutritional one, is the asetov. And that's true in every area of our lives that we're working on. There's surmeira. What are the triggers that make me lose my cool and get angry? What are the things that make me envious and jealous of others? What is it that will make me gossip or sleep in or be lazy and procrastinate? That's the surmeira. Got to remove the triggers, avoid the negative. But asetov, I have to adopt positive patterns of behavior as well. Zahiras, avoid the negative. Zrizas, Go pursue asetov with, uh, with tremendous alacrity. So similarly, precious and chasidus. Precious is, how do I avoid surmira? How do I avoid those things owning me instead of my owning them? Do you know how I can prove however nice my car, my house, my clothing, my jewelry, my ornaments, my, my food, whatever, however nice my things? You know how I can avoid their owning me instead of my owning them? When I can prove I can live without them. If I can live without them, then I'm entitled to live with them. But if I haven't proven that I can live without them, if they define me, if I need them, if I can't find happiness without them, then I can't have them. Surmeira, I have to not be owned by them. I have to not be subservient to them. I have to not be oppressed by them, but I have to be free, free from them. And then I say, Tov, now chasidus. How do I pursue piety? What does a life look like? What is the life where I go to sleep at night and say, today I wasn't just a tzaddik, or didn't just try to be a tzaddik. I didn't only get away with what's right. I went and I stretched and I was striving for something even more. I was going for something higher, bigger. The principle of precious of abstinence is what our rabbi said, the Gemara Yavamah, that a person needs to sanctify themselves with that which is permissible. In other words, I'm not allowed to eat non-kosher food. I don't sanctify myself by not eating not kosher. That's the law. That's the expectation. That's what I'm obligated. That's what's incumbent on me. But Kadesh Atzmacha, how do I become truly holy? B'muterlach. Even the things that are permissible to me. So kosher food, but eaten in the wrong ratio or proportion, or the wrong quantity, or at the wrong times, or overindulging. Kadesh Atzmacha. You know what? I'm allowed to have that, and it wouldn't do anything terrible for me, but I don't want to indulge. I want to practice precious. I want to perfect within myself the ability to regulate and to grow. The Ravid, the great uh, spiritual, intellectual uh, adversary of the Rambam, the Ravid had a famous Tainus. He had a fast. We call it the Tainus HaRavid. What the Ravid would do is every time he ate, he would leave over the last morsels of food on his plate. And you'll say, well, isn't that Baltashchus? What a waste! Children of Holocaust survivors, survivors, what do you mean you're going to throw out the last bite? You're going to throw out the last morsel? So the Ravid would say that's not a waste at all. 
Because what are you achieving by doing that? What you're learning and what you're achieving is self-regulation, self-control. Precious. It's mutter. There's no rule. There's no law. There's nothing governing that you can't take the last bite. You can't finish and lick the plate. If the food is kosher, it's not a fast day, you made a bracha, you share with others, lick the plate. Who says you can't have it all? Kadesh atzmecha b'motelach. Practice precious. Live with a certain abstinence, a certain transcendence, a certain capacity to be able to prove we can live without. And that's how we grow. And this is the meaning of the word itself, precious. It means sanctify, abstinence. The word abstinence is to abstain. Abstain and distance from something. To deny. Even though it's permissible, I'm not doing it. And there are many reasons one would do that. Why would you adapt even beyond what's expected? It's hard enough to do the rules themselves. It's hard enough to meet the expectations. It's hard enough to follow what's, what's being placed upon us. We're adapting even more. We're going even further and farther. We're taking on extra. And the answer is, the bare minimum is what defines the baseline, the foundation of the relationship. Taking on the more is how we grow. It's how we improve. It's how we come closer to perfection. And we do it in order to avoid the iser. We do it in order to avoid, God forbid, flirting with the line of that which is actually prohibited. But we also do it because we realize the best version of ourselves. Anything that could have a hint, anything that could have a seed of negative in it, negative because it's technically absolutely forbidden, or negative because... It could compromise and corrupt my person, my personality, my, my, uh, my lifestyle. I have to be able to learn to live without. We're going to get into, we'll pick up next week, that there are three levels. The actual prohibitions, the restrictions, and then voluntary. We'll talk about the three levels. We'll give some examples and we'll define what are we trying to do. You know, we're living in a society which indulges it indulges our impulse, our instinct, our desires. We live in a disposable society. We need to exchange and upgrade our car, our phone, some people their spouse, God forbid. But people, it's a disposable society. And we have this impulse and we give into it. Precious is to conquer the impulse, to transcend, to say, you know what, I don't need it. I could live without it. It doesn't define me. It means precious doesn't have to be lived all the time. But when one lives it, then one able to go back to having the things in life one was abstaining from. We'll pick up with it next week, 8.45. Come with us on Living with Amuna on our YouTube channel. Please subscribe. And, eight, and 9 o'clock tonight, we're going behind the beam with Jay Feinberg, founder and CEO of Gift of Life Registry, one of my personal heroes, a really extraordinary person. 9 o'clock tonight. Until then, stay happy, stay healthy, and stay holy.